It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you. And uh, a lot to get to on today's podcast. A quick reminder, this is a daily Bengals podcast. I know this week the schedule's been a little weird with me transitioning to my new job at 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland, but I promise we will get back on schedule, I'm hoping, next week. Joe Goodberry of The Athletic will join me on tomorrow's show. A quick reminder, you can subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com. Please give me a follow on Twitter, at James Erpine, also at LockedOnBengals. I'm still talking Bengals. I'm just talking Cavaliers and Indians, too. You can deal with that, right? Check it out on Twitter, at James Erpine. Okay, so um, I, I just started a new job this week. If you're listening to this, you've probably started a new job in the past 5, 10, 15, 20 years. At some point, you had your first day of work and your second day of work. And then maybe you ended up working somewhere uh, for five years, six years. I've had two jobs that have lasted five years or longer. My stint at ESPN 1530 was over five years. I also worked at Nationwide Insurance through college for five years and When you come to work every day, was there ever a moment, no matter what you do, whether you you were in high school and worked at McDonald's, um, and and I worked in fast food, I served at Ruby Tuesdays, I mean, I've had so many different jobs, so many different things that I've done in what is, I mean, I got my first job when I was 14, worked for half my life now, essentially. Um, So with that being said, there's never been a moment where I thought I could go up to my boss and decide my fate. Now, I've never been fired. I've been blessed there. I've never been fired. But at some point, that probably will happen. Who knows, right? But even though I've never been fired, I also knew that if I didn't do a good job or a passable job or a competent job, you know what would happen? 
the boss would move on from me. I would never be able to go to my boss and say, you know what, I'm going to decide, regardless of the job I do, regardless of the quality of work I'm providing you, I'm going to decide whether or not I stay or go. I pick that. Not you, I do. Now, I've moved on from jobs. I've quit jobs most of the time, all the time, actually. Every single time it was because of another opportunity, whether it was in, you know, I worked in healthcare, I worked in insurance, I worked in radio, obviously. I've done some TV work, obviously podcasts. And that is, it's always been the case for me. And that's what makes the Marvin Lewis thing so interesting. A report yesterday on NFL Live, Josina Anderson says that Marvin Lewis, uh, or at least she spoke with a source who believes Marvin Lewis will take a week or two after the season to decide his future. And in their opinion, he will choose to move on. Are you kidding me? Marvin Lewis gets to decide. Marvin Lewis gets to decide his future. Oh, hey, Mike, can I have a couple weeks to figure out what I'm going to do? We've won 18 games over the past three years. Can I have some time here? We're 18, 25, and 1 since that playoff meltdown. Can I have some time? Can I have some time to, to really think and see if I should be the coach of this team? I've never had that ability. You've probably never had that ability. To say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to decide whether or not I'm here or not. Now, if he was doing a good job, that makes sense. If the Bengals had 10 wins, it would make sense. Oh yeah, I don't know if I want to coach anymore. I want to take a week and decide after the season. That would make more sense. If you're successful at your job, then yes, maybe you get that option. You know why? Because you've earned it. Marvin Lewis hasn't earned that. He hasn't. And that's the difference here. I get it. Marvin Lewis has done a lot of good things for the Bengals. Marvin has. He, he really has. Um, he, he also got the job when I was 11 years old. Stop. It's done. Like, over the span, think about it like this. Since Marvin Lewis got his job, I've worked at a chili restaurant. I've worked at a grocery store. I've worked at Ruby Tuesdays. I've worked at Nationwide Insurance. I've worked at Aeropostale. I've worked, uh, heck, where else have I worked? All the, the radio station. I've interned for multiple different places. I've switched cities, right? I, I mean, all the things that happened, I, I graduated with two degrees. All these things happen, and Marvin Lewis is barely over 500 as a coach. He's never won a Super Bowl. He's won four division championships. The bar has to be higher. And he gets to decide his fate. That is crazy. That is crazy. Now, there are jobs I've had in my life where I've known that I'm going to do just enough to get by. Just enough to get by. I knew, all right, I'm going to, uh, this isn't what I'm doing for the rest of my life, so I'm going to do enough to get by. And give everything I can, especially in the radio business, early on you have to have multiple jobs, period. I did. I gave everything I had to radio, did enough at those other roles, in those other roles to get by. It feels like Marvin Lewis is doing just enough to get by, which is not good enough to be one of 32. There's 32 NFL head coaching jobs on the planet. 32. That's it. That's it. It's a very exclusive job. Very exclusive. You should only get one of those if it's earned year by year by year. And you could have argued, you know, in 2011 when he came back, oh, well, the equity was built up. You move on from Chad. You get a new 
era, all that stuff. 2015, okay, fine. You know, he went 12-4, and four, still has some equity. The equity's gone. It's gone. It's done. It's kaput. It is over. And I got to be honest with you. I'm here in Cleveland. I've been here for four days. It's Thursday. I've been here for four days, five technically. I guess I, I got in on Sunday, midday Sunday. And you know what's crazy? What's crazy is is the Cleveland fan base, Cleveland media, the ones I've talked to, they're looking at the Bengals and laughing. <laughs> you have Hugh Jackson. Oh, my God. Marvin Lewis. And, and that, to me, it, it's just it's crazy to think of. This team started 4-1. and one. The Browns didn't win a game last year. And yet, teams, organizations trending in completely different directions. Uh, different directions why one team has hope they have a young promising quarterback the other is old it feels like even though they're one of the youngest team in the teams in the league they feel old why one because they've been decimated by injuries two because it's the same cast of characters Andy Dalton AJ Green Marvin Lewis not all three of those guys should be back next year And Marvin Lewis is the one that has to go, period, period. Andy, fine. You want to keep him? Fine. He's okay. He's not great. I do think they need to look at seriously drafting a quarterback, no doubt about it, and I wish. Remember a couple years ago when I said that, that was a hot take? It's not a hot take anymore. It's reality. Sometimes I wish the damn Bengals would have listened to me. I really do. I, I really, 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 really do. Had they taken Lamar last year, which that was the the prime time to do so. Because the 2017 draft, I get it. They passed on Mahomes. They passed on Watson. And I would have been interested in both of those guys. But you were thinking, all right, we're a wide receiver away. We're a running back away. We're going to load up on offense, get it back to where it was when we had Marvin Jones and Mohamed Sanu, and really regroup and be a a high-end offense. And it just, it hasn't happened. And the reason it hasn't happened is because they whiffed in the 2015 draft. So last year, when they were able to get Cordy Glenn, who's been okay, hasn't been great, obviously injured now. But when they were able to get Cordy Glenn and then still have a chance at a quarterback, they missed on that. And that is the problem. The Bengals hold on too long. They've held on too long to Marvin. They've pushed off drafting a quarterback. At some point, you just got to rip the Band-Aid off. At some point... You have to look to the future. At some point, you have to have a vision. And one thing I th- this Bengals organization has lacked, and that's why they are where they are right now, is they've lacked a vision. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. We will talk about the vision, about the offseason, and more. Gosh. And tomorrow we will talk about Sunday's game with Joe Goodberry of The Athletic. But first, a word from the official brewery, of the Locked On Bengals podcast. Because whatever troubles the Bengals, you know, they, they've been having a lot of troubles, right? The folks at Wiedemann Brewery and Pub are on a big winning streak and remain true to you and to all fans through thick, thin. Stop in at the Wiedemann Brew Pub in downtown St. Bernard on Sunday. Catch the game on their giant TVs. Enjoy a few pints of their best craft beer. I love their beer. It's the best. I'm in Cleveland right now. I have a six-pack. You guys think I'm jo- I have a six-pack of uh, Wiedemann cans in my fridge right now. I'm staring at my fridge. 
I would love, love, love to have one. Maybe I'll enjoy one tonight. You should go there, get some cans while you're there, and they have a special going on right now. Mention the Locked On Bengals podcast and get a nine by nine beer special during the game. Go there and get a nine by nine beer special. It's a flight of nine craft beers, and it's just nine dollars. That's it. Nine for nine. So look, the Bengals, do they make you drink a little bit? Yes. Do they make you pull your hair out? Yes. You might as well get a flight of nine. You can try a bunch of different beers. You get two flights, be able to try the majority, if not all, of the beers on the menu. So do it. Nine by nine beer special. Or try a large shareable order of 18 wings and a pitcher of Wiedemann's Monmouth Blonde Street Ale for just $25. Either way, win or lose, you can't go wrong on game day with Wiedemann's. And another bonus, journalist Steve Watkins will be on hand to sign copies of his new book, The 50 Greatest Bengals Games During the Game. So go there. You get to meet Steve. You get to talk Bengals with him. Chop it up. And you can't go wrong at Wiedemann's on a Saturday night. Last uh, Friday night, Saturday night. But last Friday night, I had my going away party on uh, one side of my family. And it was just, it was awesome. Like, I, I know I, I mentioned Wiedemann's. I'm there all the time. I love it. I, I hope to go back anytime I visit Cincinnati. Um, and, and I expect to visit it in a, a week or two. So, Wiedemann's. If you want to go there Saturday night, maybe you can't make it Sunday. Maybe you have plans already. That's fine. Go Saturday night. Blues goddess Cheryl Renee will be there starting at 7.30 playing music for you. Remember, Iconic Wiedemann's Fine Beer is the official brewery of the Locked On Bengals podcast. It will soon be celebrating 150 years of delivering good taste and good cheer to Cincinnati beer drinkers. Stop in soon at the brewery and pub in historic downtown St. Bernard. It's on Vine Street, just 10 minutes away from downtown. Check it out. You won't regret it. Have a couple pints during the game. Have a couple pints whenever you can, and then get some cans to go. It's Wiedemann's Brewery, and you can check out more if you're looking for more information, directions, and all things like that at Wiedemann'sFineBeer.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I'm going to go into my new boss today and say, hey, if I do a crappy job over the next six months, I'm going to decide my fate. How stupid does that sound? I can't believe that that's the, the scenario we're living in. And, and the worst part about it, in this, I'm dead serious about this. I had someone turn to me in the Cleveland media yesterday like, they're not seriously going to hire Hugh Jackson. If you want to be a laughing stock, and again, I don't think Hugh Jackson's a bad football coach. He clearly isn't a good head coach. I think he's a good football coach. There's a difference, right? There's a difference between being a really good server at a restaurant and then being able to manage the restaurant. I'm not sure if Hugh Jackson can manage a damn thing, but he he can serve. He can be a really good coordinator. He knows what he's doing. So I get that aspect. But to me, you want to be the 90s Bengals? You want to be the punchline on late night shows? You want to be the punchline on social media? Go ahead and hire Hugh Jackson. 
Go ahead and do it. And that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have some success with Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. He's had it in the past. But this idea that Hugh Jackson's different than Marvin Lewis, that Hugh Jackson will be a, a breath of fresh air, it, it's not the case. It's not, the, it's not at all. And maybe he should have been the head coach a couple of years ago. I would have moved on, especially in hindsight from Marvin, following the collapse on January 9th, 2016. But now, now you can't. You can't turn it over to Hugh Jackson. There's going to be so many awesome coaches available. Really, so many. Like, to me, you have to find, and I I heard earlier this week that Urban Meyer could coach the Bengals. Like, the Bengals would love to get Urban Meyer. Like, I, I heard that. I really did. Zero chance. Zero chance. Sounds great. Zero chance. Why in the hell would Urban Meyer come into a situation? Let's just say he wants to coach in the NFL and he hasn't told anyone, right? Let's just say that. Why would he come into a situation like the Bengals where, oh, yeah, he's going to get time. Urban Meyer doesn't care about time. Urban wants to come to the NFL if he's going to the NFL to win. He wants to come here to win. You win it with the Bengals? With Andy Dalton? He's never won. You win it with the Bengals? A.J. Green, going to be 31 years old, final year of his deal? You win it with them? Vontez Burfick, slower than me? I'm more agile than Vontez Burfick. I really believe that. I believe that. Like, if we did cone drills and stuff, I bet if I trained for a week just to get, like, the footwork and stuff done, I bet I could beat him. And you might be like, what the hell are you talking about? But that's the point. The fact that that's even remotely up for debate shows how awful Vontez Perfect has been this year. This team is stale. This organization needs, cha- organization needs change. And to me, the best thing for this Bengals team is to lose. Stay at five wins. Get the best draft pick you can. And then you got to move up. I think last I saw they were 13th in the order. Then you have to move up. And what I mean by that is trade up, is be aggressive, is go get the quarterback, Justin Herbert. That's probably the guy. Dwayne Haskins. Try to get one of those two guys. There's not many quarterbacks. In this draft, Greer maybe from from West Virginia, you have to start, and I will talk with Joe Goodberry about this tomorrow. He wrote about this for The Athletic. you got to start thinking about long-term. Long-term, what are your plans? To me, long-term would be new coach, young quarterback. Maybe you keep Andy around for one more year. Maybe you don't. Maybe you, you look to see what Andy Dalton could bring you back via trade. You know why that would make sense? Because let's say Andy would bring you back something really good. I, and I wouldn't be shocked if it brought you back a first-round pick, depending on the team, depending on who's desperate, et cetera, right? He's got a very, very manageable contract, right? Maybe Dallas would be interested. And I know they don't have a first-rounder this year. They traded it for Mario Cooper. By the way, that was a good trade. But would you rather have Andy Dalton at $16 million or Dak Prescott at $26 million? To me, that's a no-brainer. But you have to find a way to get to the future. You have to be aggressive. You can't be reactive. You can't wait another year. I would draft a quarterback in the first two rounds. I would take a young up and come. I would probably take one in that first round. And I just wish, and I'm not calling him out because of, of anything else, but I hate to say I'm right, but I am right. They should have taken a quarterback two years ago or a year ago, early, 
early. It doesn't have to be first round either. It could have been second round. It could have been third round. But just someone that they felt good about. Maybe it was Mason Rudolph. Maybe they were seriously considering him. I was told they weren't. I was told they were not picking him in the third round, that they were going to take Hubbard and Malik Jefferson. And the Steelers traded up and got Rudolph anyway, so it's a moot point. But the point is, this Bengals team cannot wait and sit on its hands any longer. If you want this team to have any kind of change, new coach, new quarterback, or a quarterback sitting behind Andy, which, again, I'm fine with. Look at how much they've gotten or not gotten from first-round picks. I would love to have a first-round quarterback just sitting on the bench learning from a guy like Andy Dalton. Absolutely, that's fine. Or maybe they trade Andy. But you really need the Bengals to lose here. If they start winning, they get to seven wins, they beat the Steelers, maybe they beat the Chargers on the road, and they're showing fight, Marvin's going to say, hey, we're close. Mike's going to say, yeah, we're not far away. Eight and eight. We had 15 players at least go on injured reserve, including our star quarterback and our star wide receiver. We have a shot. If that happens, time will be a flat circle. Marvin will be back. You will be frustrated. And it might feel like the 90s Bengals all over again. Seriously, if that happens. Because they won't take a quarterback early. Marvin Lewis doesn't want a quarterback controversy. So we'll see what happens. But if you're a Bengals fan... I almost think you root for them to lose. (laughs) I know that sounds bad. Maybe you want the young players to develop and play well and and just still take L's. But to me, it it, it just, what are they going to do? They're not going to win four in a row. They're not going to the playoffs. So would you rather draft higher with five wins or draft lower with seven wins? And potentially those wins leading to Marvin Lewis's return. It's a no-brainer for me, which sounds bad. But I think that's the reality. I think that's what we're talking about, which is crazy considering this team was 4-1. and one. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Tomorrow, Joe Goodberry of The Athletic on the show. A quick reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine and at Locked on Bengals. Until tomorrow, thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.